You're listening to Daily Red, an InterVarsity podcast designed to bring you God's Word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Sometimes we think about the Apostle Paul and imagine that all of his writings were just these abstract theological essays. But today's passage reminds us again that we're reading a real letter to the church at Philippi from Paul, imprisoned and dependent on others for his care. Unlike our modern prison systems, or most of them, prisoners in those days were not provided food or other basic needs by the state. They had to depend on friends to send what they needed for survival. So as you listen, imagine the sights, sounds, and smells of this scene. Try to imagine the scene, and as you do, try to step into the situation. Listen now to Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 through 30, from the New International Version. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him who will show genuine concern for your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself, because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me, and I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-worker, and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but also on me, to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him, so that when you see him again, you may be glad, and I may have less anxiety. So then, welcome him in the Lord with great joy, and honor people like him, because he almost died for the work of Christ. He risked his life to make up for the help you yourselves could not give me. As you listen to the passage again, continue using your imagination to fill out the picture that Paul is painting. Try to step into Paul's thoughts and emotions. Hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered when I receive news about you. I have no one else like him 
who will show genuine concern for your welfare. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know that Timothy has proved himself, because as a son with his father, he has served with me in the work of the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him as soon as I see how things go with me, and I am confident in the Lord that I myself will come soon. But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-worker, and fellow soldier, who is also your messenger, whom you sent to take care of my needs. For he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill and almost died. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but also on me, to spare me sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him, so that when you see him again, you may be glad, and I may have less anxiety. So then, welcome him in the Lord with great joy, and honor people like him, because he almost died for the work of Christ. He risked his life to make up for the help you yourselves could not give me. This is the word of the Lord. What image or feeling stood out to you in this passage? Paul's affirmation of Timothy echoes his call to the church at Philippi from the beginning of this chapter. Remember, he said, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. So what would it look like for you also to take on this mindset? What might need to change? What might need to stay the same? In this passage, we get a three-dimensional look at Paul. His intimacy with Jesus and understanding the gospel didn't separate him from the real needs like hunger and pain and real emotions like anxiety and sadness. And maybe some of us have heard or believed that being a Christian means that we have to smile all the time or have all of our needs met. We have to let that go and ask the Lord to meet us in our real needs and real emotions today and perhaps to do that through other believers. Bring that to the Lord now. In his book, Life Together, Dietrich Bonhoeffer writes describing Paul's relationship to Timothy by saying, the physical presence of another Christian, 
is a source of incomparable joy and strength to the believer. Today, may we experience this joy and be filled with strength as we live life together in the presence of the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Daily Red. Listen, if you are a college student and you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, yeah, I'm not really sure who my community is, um, who would I lean on? Uh, We want to encourage you to get connected to a college ministry on your campus. Uh, InterVarsity is one such ministry, and you can find a chapter near you by going to our show notes and clicking find a chapter. And if there's not something on your campus, we want to help you start something there. Uh, Daily Red is a podcast designed to bring you God's word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Today's episode was read by Valerie Culleton. It was written and coordinated by her and hosted by me, Clayton. Thanks so much.